Welcome to the Alpine Property Podcast with your hosts, me, Steve Thomas. And myself, Leslie Thomas. We are the husband and wife team behind Alpine Property Investments, helping clients to find their dream property in the mountains of France and Switzerland. The aim of this podcast is to share with you everything to do with purchasing a ski property, including the where, what, why, and how to buy. With real insider information that comes from knowing the mountains as intimately as we do. To us, this is not just a business, but a real demonstration of helping clients invest in lifestyle. We want this podcast to be your go-to place for all things buying and owning a ski property. Welcome to this week's episode of the Alpine Property Podcast. This week with me, Leslie Thomas. Today, we have a guest on the show who I'm really pleased to introduce to you. Kirsten Skelly from Round Square Adventures purchased a property through us, Alpine Property Investments, in the very pretty dual season resort of champigny en vanois within the huge 425 kilometre Paradiski ski domain. Kirsten lives in Spain. And with a background as a professional photographer and filmmaker, she is also an outdoor adventure sports enthusiast who wanted to purchase a place in the French Alps to spend extended periods and quality time with her family. Having worked all over the world, for those listeners who are keen cyclists, we also delve into her company, Round Square Adventures, which organise fat bike, small group tours of Western Mongolia, embracing the rugged terrain, millennia old glaciers, breathtaking scenery and local culture. The tours aim to respect the environment and give those participants the chance to experience the Mongolian culture. Welcome to the podcast, Kirsten. It's absolutely fantastic to have you on. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. So what was your motivation as a family for buying a property in the French Alps? Well, I've been turning the idea around in my head for several years now, and I've been looking with my brother for something in the French Alps or in Switzerland. And our family are all avid skiers and snowboarders, and we've always enjoyed holidays together, mostly in Whistler, the United, in Canada, and the United States, Utah. Um, but more recently, I've been going to uh, Val d'Isere, where I have a friend who has a chalet there, and really love the skiing over here. And what's more, I was looking for something closer to home, uh, where we could play all year round, really. So I started looking last year um, in the Val d'Isere area, and uh, we went to Champagny. Someone had said something about it. They said, you know, you should really go and look there. And that was in, uh, in the autumn, and I loved the area. Mm. It was just beautiful. And that was... Um, of all the places which I had been looking at, um, I uh, that stuck in my mind. It was a small, small village. Um, it wasn't a huge ski resort. 
And um, yeah, I, I really liked it from that point. So was it important to you, Kirsten, to be buying in a smaller resort rather than one of the larger resorts in the Alps? Yes. Um, I've been to a lot of the larger resorts, especially uh, in the off-season, and I find that very depressing. Everything's closed. There's there's no ambiance whatsoever. And I was looking for something that had a bit more um, life outside of uh, the ski season. And... Um, that this is one of the other attractions for Champagny. Um, it seemed, although it's very small, it seemed to have a, a, a fairly big year-round presence of restaurants. And um, although there aren't very many, uh, they seem they all seem to keep going. And I think that is the thing when you choose a resort that is essentially a working village. So that the skiing, the winter season is just in addition to what it does all year round. It does offer you that flexibility of being able to go and enjoy the resort, not just in the winter season or the height of the summer season, but to be able to enjoy it all year round because it does have that infrastructure of restaurants and shops. Yes. And we definitely wanted this for all year round. Um, Champagny is backed right onto uh, the Vonoise National Park, which is just amazing as far as uh, things that it offers. I mean, the hiking is incredible. You don't have to repeat a hike uh, at all. Um, we've got paragliding. We've got their Via Ferratas, which we like to do. Um, the biking is incredible. I, there's just so much to do in spring, summer, fall, and then, of course, of course, winter. Absolutely. So Champagny has definitely lived up to its expectations for you. Well, yes. And what's more, you have a lot of other. We've got Courchevel right uh, in front of us. So, you know, you can jump in the car and in 15 minutes you're in a big ski resort if that's what you want. So uh, although I haven't been in Champagny for very long, we went there to spend the month of August there. Um, I'm very much looking forward to the, the winters, not only the skiing, but the backcountry skiing, the ice climbing, the everything that has got to offer. And I think as well, as you mentioned, the fact that it is so close to, you know, other resorts and the major resort of, of Courchevel does offer that sense of variety and being able to explore the the neighborhood, the neighboring area and take full advantage of everything that is around you. Absolutely. And even, you know, the bigger resorts, uh, Val d'Isère is not that far away. And actually, I've um, already tracked out a backcountry ski um, tour to get to, to get to Val and back in a day. So I'm really looking forward to doing that in the springtime. Um and one, the, the possibilities are just incredible. Les Trois Vallées, uh, you've, you've got it all there. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So how did you find the process from finding the apartment through to getting the keys to the apartment? Well, finding the apartment, it was funny because I really was not ready to buy any sort of apartment. And I was, uh, we were with my friend in, in Val and it was a rainy day. And we said, come on, let's, let's go and look at some of these places on the list. And uh, we went to Champagne and I walked in the, to the door of the apartment. It was still totally under construction. And I looked at it and I said, oh, my goodness, this is it. <laughs> I have this feeling. This is it. And uh, I didn't take more than two or three days to decide that I was going to do this. So even even when it was raining, you know, it wasn't a nice day. Um, the whole process for me, I found quite challenging. Um, the whole French system, especially well, the, the 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 French laws, the inheritance laws, the death duties. Um, I decided that I was going to need to set up a company. Uh, just so that I could uh, mitigate all of these taxes that I would have to pay in the future. And with uh, my children living all over the world, it was really quite complicated to get it all worked out. And um, I uh, spent my school years in France, so my French is okay. But even with that, it was it was challenging but i think and you hopefully you have found this that for every french tax there is the french do have a way as you've said to mitigate those taxes if you find the right legal structure to put in place to overcome those taxes so did you find the support that you had from a legal perspective in order to set up the company? Was that beneficial? Well, I, I think, I hope that I've done it right. It was difficult. I, I'm, I'm going to stick with my uh, my statement that it, it was difficult. It's not an easy uh, process to go through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you would have to be a a notary yourself in order to understand all of the ins and outs of of uh, buying an apartment in France. <laughs> and I think that's why we recommend to all our clients, they do work with a notary that speaks whichever language they require them to speak largely English in, in most cases, um, or Dutch or what whatever your home mother tongue is to work with a notary who can explain to you what the process is for that very reason. And I think probably the same applies in any country. The process of buying a property is never straightforward and therefore be confident in utilising the services of an expert rather than necessarily feeling you have to have that expertise yourself. No, I think you're absolutely right. It's essential that you do have a notary which you can trust and who you get along with well. 
And but at the same time, you're si- signing an awful lot of paperwork, and you must understand what you're signing. So Absolutely. if your notary is not explaining everything to you uh, 100%, um, and you understand it 100%, it would be uh, it would be my advice to look for someone who's going to explain it to you word by word before you. <laughs> Before you sign anything, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, and and it and it is important to feel comfortable and confident about what you are signing before you sign it, without a, without a shadow of a doubt. So, when it comes to your apartment, I believe you intend to go there. You've been there in the summer. You're now looking forward to to going in the winter. Do have you already experienced places in Champagny that you feel you're looking forward to going back to? trying out again a restaurant or a bar for example well there are the the plaza down below us is full of restaurants and i think eventually i will get to know the people who run them and um the boulangerie is uh, just around the corner and um i was going there every morning uh when i was there last august and i th- feel that it'll be a place where I will be able to get to know the people. Uh, they're all very friendly and I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. And I think that is one of the the important things to do when you have a, a second, a third, a fourth home anywhere, is actually to feel it is home and that you are part of a community rather than somebody who just comes in, spends a short period of time, keeps yourself to yourself, and then goes back home again till the next time. And I think from what you're saying, you definitely feel you can establish that sense of community in Champagny. I'm hoping that that's the way it's going to turn out. And I have a good feeling about this. I really do. Um, But we will see. It's uh, on verra. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and how do you get to, to the apartment? How do you travel down to the apartment? Well, it's uh, that'll be a bit of an adventure because we, so far I've driven, uh, which is easy. And that's one of the other things in Champagny, which uh, was very attractive. There's a massive amount of parking, which is all free, uh, right next to the apartment. And um that's going to be really useful but um from what i have uh studied as far as transportation goes i think it'll either be flying into lyon or geneva and i think you can get a train to moutier uh either from lyon or geneva and then it's a 10 15 minute cab ride up to champagny so that's probably the easiest way. I'll be able to uh, tell you more about that at Christmas time <laughs> when I've actually done it. And I think that you know that is the benefit of the location. You can drive there, you know, if you want to, or the the transport links themselves are are, are well organized, well defined. There are a couple of airports you can choose from. There is the very reliable train service. And also then being able to catch a, you know, a taxi from the train station up to the apartment, making it a really comfortable door-to-door experience, basically. 
Yes, I think there are also the snow drones which go up to the major ski resorts and one could easily get a, a snow drone to Cochefell or something like that and then uh, make your way to to Champagny. And what are you most looking forward to doing um, in the winter when you experience the apartment for the first time? Well, I'm looking forward to spending Christmas there with my family. My children are coming from all over the world to be there and they're coming with various boyfriends and friends. And so that's going to be really lovely. And apart from that, uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, ice climbing, which uh, they've got a huge tower in, in Champagny-Lot. And of course, the skiing and uh, backcountry skiing. I can practically walk out the door and we've got a uh, cross-country ski piste uh, right there. So the possibilities are unlimited. And I think that makes for you know, a really, really exciting purchase when you have you know so many options, so many things to really excite different members of the family and to be able to create those memories together particularly as you said you know from the moment you walked into the apartment even though it was under construction you actually felt as though you had already found the one so it must be exciting to actually think you can get to share that with your family now in a few weeks time i'm very excited very very excited so anybody who was looking to buy um, a property in the French Alps, what would be your recommendations to them in that process? Well, I would definitely um, look around. Uh, for some people, the airport is very, very uh, important, the location, uh how close it is, I mean, say you're flying out of London, how quickly you can get uh, to the actual resort, um, whether you're just going to spend weekends there or whether you're uh, planning on spending longer amounts of time, you know, maybe a month or so, that that would, that would uh, change things for me. If I were could only get there for a weekend, maybe I would have looked for something which were um, which were slightly easier to get to. Yeah, understand. But, um, but for me, I mean, I, I think one really has to have it uh, clear in your mind about what sort of resort you want to be in, whether you want the nightlife, whether you want the discotheques and, you know, the bars and massive amount of restaurants. Or if you don't really need that. And for me, uh, I'm, I I don't need that. And I'd rather have the, uh, the, the trails right at my back door where I can walk out either with my skis on or with my, my snowshoes or just a hiking trail. And that's what's really important for me. And Champagny had, had all of that. Yeah. And I think that that is why when we first speak to clients, it is a case of understanding what is the, the lifestyle they're aspiring to when they are in their property in the Alps. Uh, do they have family? How old are the children? 
recognizing that children grow up and with growing up comes different needs, et cetera, et cetera. The transport links, the length of time they're prepared to travel. I think all those points you've made there are very, very valid and absolutely a crucial part of the the buying decisions that need to be made prior to finding your right property because it helps to inform that decision in terms of what you're looking for and therefore you can start to exclude certain resorts that are not going to to hit your your key criteria now we at alpine property investments have you know a number of clients who are not necessarily just looking to buy um, a property for the winter they're keen cyclists and therefore very much interested in the cycling opportunities that the French Alps offer. So it would seem remiss of me not to ask you about your company, um, Round Square Adventures and Mongolia Biking Tours, um, that you organise because I know listeners will be really interested to learn more about what you do. So could you share some more with me, please? Well, yes, I'd love to. And uh, thank, thank you for asking. Um, we started doing, uh, well, I, I, I was actually uh, a photographer and I went to Mongolia about 10 years ago on a photography trip. And I was looking for something to do with my partner, who is a, actually a mountain guide something active, something that we could both do together. And when we got to Mongolia, uh, we thought, oh, you know, this place is absolutely incredible. We could try doing backcountry ski tours in the winter. And we went in the winter time, and we were faced with 40 degrees below zero, uh, windy, <laughs> windy, and just the, the, the cold got the better of us. It was way too cold. So we, uh, we continued searching and we came up with the idea with doing the biking tours. And um, we work in a part of Mongolia. It's Western Mongolia, which is in the Altai Mountains. And um, it's just incredible. We... We uh, it's a cultural biking trip. So we live with the nomads and we um, stay with eagle hunters and we move around on fat bikes, which are great for any sort of terrain. There's a lot of water in the summertime, a lot of rivers to cross, uh, sometimes mud. We've even had snow. So a lot of, lot of different types of terrain. And um, we do uh, these trips. They're, they're two-week trips. And as I said, it's a mixture between the Mongolian culture, or actually Kazakh, which they're all Kazakhs who live in Western Mongolia, and physical um, exercise, the biking. So we, we really use the bikes to get around on it's certainly not a uh, race around <laughs> around the lake region which is where we are but um it gives you a, a good dose of of exercise and uh culture something 
so different than that I had ever experienced before. And so we've been doing these trips for eight years now, and I absolutely love it. We do three or four trips during the summertime, mostly in end of June, July, and beginning of August. And um, hopefully we'll be doing them for many more years to come. Amazing, amazing. And it's definitely something I would like to look into because cycling, I've never done a cycling holiday, but Steve and I have often talked about doing a cycling holiday. We had probably thought more around kind of the French countryside or the Italian countryside, but actually being able to explore somewhere where we've never been before and to really combine that with culture and exercise to be able to look forward to that evening meal and that glass of wine, knowing that you work for it is something that absolutely appeals to me. How can people find out more about those tours? Well, uh, I would say the first uh, place to go would be to our website, which is www.roundsquareadventures.com. And that has a lot of information for this the 2024 trips in 2025. It has the dates on there and the prices. And uh, I'd be happy for anyone who's interested to get in touch with me and I answer any questions they have. And, um, yeah, that's the, that's the best way get, to get in touch. Perfect. And what we'll do, we'll make sure that all those details are included in the show notes so that people can easily connect with you. So as as a final question, how would you sum up finding your dream home in the French Alps? How would I sum it up? Um, I For me, it, it, it all happened very quickly. I made, you know, I was toying with the idea when I actually saw this apartment and I said, this is it, I'm going to do this. And from then I, I, I had to uh, sign the papers. I, th- I think I decided to do this in March and I had to sign the papers before I went on my Mongolia trip at the beginning of July. So <laughs> I basically had two or three months to uh, get all of uh, the paperwork, setting up the company, done. And um, it, it, as I said, it wasn't 100% straightforward, but I got it done. And I am so happy that uh, that I did it. I'm really looking forward to spending time there. And I think it's an investment which... Um, it's certainly Champagne is is becoming more popular. I think people are getting to know it. There's yeah. quite a lot of construction going on. Um, and I certainly feel that I got in it a good time at very reasonable prices, um, a lot more reasonable than Val d'Isere or any of the other big ski resorts around. So I am very happy with with my purchase and I'm really looking forward to spending the winter down there getting some good skiing and and getting to know Champagne much better than I do now. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Well thank you very much for your time today and for coming on to the podcast. It's been lovely talking to you and hope you have a fantastic Christmas 
when you get there. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Alpine Property Podcast. If you would like to find out more, please visit our website, Alpine Property Investments, where you can also sign up for our regular email newsletter. If you've enjoyed listening to the podcast, we would love it if you would rate and review it, as this also allows the podcast to be shared more widely too. If you have any questions or comments, please do reach out to us via email. The details, along with our website, can be found in the show notes.